Discussions impacting your life the most. Yeah, discussions impacting your life the most. And right now we're looking at it's that time of the year uh, where parents uh, just pull each other in different directions uh, when it comes to maintaining the child. And both consenting adults uh, made a decision to have a child. And once the child is here, um, we we need to just do right um, by the child. And unfortunately, um, you know, parents keep pulling one another from different directions when it comes to maintaining um, you know, for, for the care and goodness of the child. And uh, let's uh, talk to Palisa Mpanga, um, Mpanga, who is a legal manager at uh, People Opposing Women Abuse. Good afternoon and welcome, Palisa. Afternoon and thanks for having me, Chrisada. So, you know, in my introduction to this conversation, I, I, I reminded us that this feature is about men for men and we've not deviated um, from that narrative. Um, but just a, a lot of women are challenged uh, when it comes to uh, just getting maintenance out of uh, men. Do we know why this is the case and how, how big a challenge is this? Okay, first of all, let me rectify. My surname is Mpapa. Mpapa. Oh, it's it's my my error. Uh, it <laughs> yeah. is written Papa. I don't know where I get Mpanga from. Okay, apologies no for that. Sure. I must say it's a, it happens to be a serious problem, um, a very serious problem, and I think it always lies with women based on the fact that uh, I think our gender roles from society we are we grew up in a society which expects women to take up the care role, which probably comes from the fact that we give birth to the children mm. and then the care role uh, sticks with us. Because uh, even when, when we grow up, we know that uh, reality is that even when we plan as boys and girls, girls will always plan to have kids, take care of the kids, make sure that everything is around, to make sure that kids are, are well off and are well taken care of, while boys will always plan outside the home. Yet at the end of the day, they are part and parcel of making the child. Yeah. And I think besides that, it's even worsened by the situation of our maintenance act. The way our act have uh, actually guided us in terms of taking care of the maintenance rule is that we, both of us, have to take care of the child financially at 50-50, which is actually very upset for the woman. Because I care as a woman, I take the child for the nine months, and at times, it's not even questionable where the, the, whether the father of the child was present during pregnancy. I could have had complications that needed assistance, whether monetary or even through support, which could be emotionally or otherwise. The second point is also that even after I give birth, I, by the nature of having given birth, have to stay with the child full time. It's only recently that other companies recognize the, the paternal uh, role that that it's not only the, the mother, but also the, the, the father can also take care and also take leave for having gotten the child. But however, as a woman, I'm confined for more than four months, six months, I'm confined in the home. Whether I like it or not, I have to uh, abstain from some of the even economic activities that I do to make sure that the child breastfeeds, the child is able to be taken care of. And it's quite sad that when I go to the maintenance, applying for maintenance that the husband, or not even the husband, the biological father of the child would support, mm-hmm. I'm also supposed to also pledge how much is my 50%, how much am I willing to support the child financially. Yet, 
for the welfare of the child is not only the financial muscle that is needed. That's it. At times you'd find the woman is not even working, but they've been able to give birth to a healthy child mm. and they're taking care of the child 100% of their time. The child is healthy and you just need financial financial support if the, the father of the child no more wants to be in a relationship because what is important is that the child should have the relationship of both the mother and the the, the father, you know, irrespective of the relationship between the parents. And obviously Quite both of that, us yeah. have to look at each other's strength. Um, if you are financially capable and I can provide emotionally, uh, we need to then quantify um, my contribution yes. as the woman. Because it's a lot of time that you offer. It's a lot of time that is unpaid that you offer to the child and the state does not, does not recognize that. It goes further to saying what is important is your financial support, you know. Whilst at times you're not even working, and you are just made a joke of inside the court, you know, by even women who take it to be just one of those things. Why would you claim so much from the women, from the men, yet you are not even willing to tell us how much you put on the table? And women, because of the nat- the way we have been uh, socialized, we even forget that you offer our time. You offer your time. You don't sleep to make sure that the child is mm. what it is. You know, you don't sleep, you work 24 hours. And there's also extramural the activities. Hmm. Um, Whilst if you were a woman who's working, you would have been paying somebody a lot of money to take care of the child. That's Currently, it. the minimum wage is 3000 And we don't even quantify the unpaid work that we do even mm. for the child. Because there's washing, um, there's yeah. helping with uh, homework. Uh, so what are some of the challenges women face in just getting um, him to own up and, and uh, assist with child maintenance? It's not even assistance. This is yeah. um, doing one's responsibility. One's responsibility. You're not even, even asking for a favor. Mm-mm. I think one of the key challenges is that um, it becomes a challenge, a big challenge even for the courts where you'd find the, the man is self-employed and where they are self-employed, they're not even registered. The business where they are working is not registered. It becomes difficult even for the investigators to get hold of that person. Mm-hmm. And now it's even worse in that other men, once you they get uh, they get documents disappearing them to court for maintenance, they decide to leave their job, which is one stupid idea, which I feel that this man is just beyond a coward. He, he He's just something else that had this woman known, the kind of man that he's having a relationship with, they wouldn't have even attempted to have a child with. How would you even decide to leave your job, you know, simply because you are you are forced to maintain the child that you brought to earth? You know, the child who did not even ask you to bring him or her to earth, you know, mm. it's quite sad. So it frustrates the woman even less because people will also decide also to move from one work to another and make sure that you just get confused and make sure that not anybody that can have contact with you will know of where you are currently working. That's another thing that men would do to frustrate the system and also frustrate you to not get what you want. And then the other sad thing is that whatever issues that are there between the biological father and the mother about that to, their relationship, it affects the child. Mm. Somebody would be saying, uh, this woman wanted me to marry her and I don't want to marry her. And they forget that it's not about the fact that she wanted you to marry her. There's or a child. expectations about your relationship that never so light of day. It's about the child. And we, we, we both of us, at times, it's, 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 we are both to blame at times, not only the men. Where you'd find we forget to just put aside Our uh, differences. every other thing and, and just concentrate on the fact that this child was brought to earth, was brought mm. to earth by both of us. And we are fully responsible, you know.
So should it come to a, a place where, I, I mean, we, we both disagree and we end up having to go to court? What does the process entail? Uh, the process, you know, is very easy in a setup when somebody is formally employed and what you need to do is, for instance, you just need to know where the, where the father of the child works. Uh, because even if you don't know the address where they stay, it's fine if you know the work address because they can be saved at, at the workplace. What you need to do as, as the mother of the child, you just go straight to the maintenance courts. Our maintenance courts are within our magistrate court or family courts. In other areas, it's called family courts. In other setups, it's just the magistrate court. Within the magistrate court, there is a maintenance court. That's and where you go, and then you bring. Uh, definitely, you need to have the child birth certificate. And what or happens? Any document that shows that he is the father of the child, and you are the mother. And 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 then the court will then dictate, uh, obviously based on calculations that have been submitted. Yeah, what happens on is incomes. that the, the woman would, would be asked to be given a form to fill the the, the demand, the what the the whatever they require on a monthly basis for the child. You know, how do you think that you require financially for the child, mm-hmm. you know? And then uh, they will then, in fact, subpoena the husband who will come and be given the same form to just say how much are your expenses in a month and how much are you earning? And then on your earnings and after deducting your expenses, how much are you left with for you to be able to maintain? Because maintenance is also one of your main deliverables, mm. your main duty that you can't run away off from. You can't even run away from it because you've got debts. You'll then be advised to cut cut out some of the things so that you're able to maintain, you know? And, and somebody should, is the responsibility that cannot fall on anybody else. Yeah. And should the person not follow through with what the court um, uh, dictated, what then happens? It's not about the person who whom we call the respondent. It's not about the husband agreeing or not, or even the biological father agreeing or not to maintain. What happens is that once they've gotten hold of him, or they know the the employer of the of the respondent or of the father of the child, and that person happens to be able to come to court, or they're not able to, they can approach the HR department mm-hmm. because what they need is guarantee that this person works with us, and then he earns this much. And then if the court can prove that this is uh, their this is their child through the birth certificate that so and so is the child of so and so who is employed at a particular company, mm-hmm. that is enough because once they've got that documents that are confirming to the court, then he can be garnished. A garnish happens through the HR department where from his salary a certain amount will be deducted to go into the mother's account or the child's account for maintenance. And is there an instance where uh, the person who falters on maintenance uh, gets blacklisted? Um, I'm not sure about that, but what normally happens is that once it's a garnishee, it's an order of court. It will come out like a David order that it will be seen when you are not uh, actually um, being able to honor your, your debts. I mean, it, uh, it definitely should be part of your credit record because it will always reflect. Yeah, because sometimes a person would say I faltered maybe because I lost my job or I started my own job, company. Normally, isn't when you lose your job, you need to inform the, your creditors Mm-mm. so that if the court knows, then they will inform the mother that for the time being, the father of the child is not working. 
All right. Up okay. until he resumes work, then all the debit orders will then, then go off as usual. Just like your bond, you have to inform yeah. the bank that I'm not currently working, and then they'll give you a messy period of some six months or so up until you get your work. All right, let's take your calls on 0891-104-207 and WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And uh, also uh, you can uh, connect with us uh, via Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio. And do remember to hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live or SMSs at 40938-CHARGED at 150. All right, uh, we're taking your calls right now. Call Griselda now, 0891-104-207. Martin, you're joining us from the Kruger National Park. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Griselda, and your guest there. Um, i like to say my views. Probably I may differ with the lady there mm-hmm. uh, for some aspect, because um, I'm a father, by the way. I'm mm-hmm. a father that I stay with my son. Uh, whom his mother that has passed on, unfortunately, uh, may rest, uh, may so rest in peace. Sure. While he was very young, I gave money to his mother. I opened the account for him, mm. for him to, you know, to, to have a little money. But I asked for him to stay with me. Mm-hmm. And she agreed. And the family said, you know, you must do this thing of Ishaulo, of which I yeah. And I'm staying with him now. He's now in metric. Uh, the challenge that I I have with the men who are not paying maintenance is uh, 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 very big in the sense that they cannot plant a seed and not be ready, not prepared to water it and nature it uh, to the fullest. Mm, mm. But at the same time, the mothers, there are those that are using the kids for maintenance. There are those that I want to want to punish uh, their spouses. I know of a person who who have a child with the man and they got married, then they divorced. And the guy was maintaining the child the lady brought with. He even put her to the medical aid. Mm. And the demands that she's, uh, that she's doing, uh, the guy is a father to her own child alone and to this one. But, but it seems as if there's an element of wanting money to maintain a lifestyle. And I think if... The maintenance courts uh, can have an agreement with the doctors that whoever lays a maintenance issue, issue against someone, they must do a paternity test that is compulsory, and then uh, 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 which will then prove was the birth certificate alone is not good enough. Yeah. We've got many people who are supporting kids who are not theirs. And that is one of the reasons some of them even leave the jobs. So you can see the pressure which is being built up by the women who are demanding a maintenance. But if a man is not willing to maintain the child, just cut him off. Yeah. Continue with the life. Why force yourself uh, 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 
to a person who doesn't want anything to do with you, not a child. Just move on. You know, life would be very good. Uh, we'll avoid uh, the kidnapping of kids and so forth and so forth. I hope many fathers can be like me, mm. be a proud father. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, I hope uh, even the ones who feel aggrieved uh, would rather just focus on uh, the child's well-being. If you can afford to help with both the children, if that child has known you as a father, uh, it's only fair that uh, you continue with that and not let, um, you know, personal um, issues come in the way. Because at the end of the day, it's the child who gets affected, irrespective of whose child it is. Uh, Where we can help, why not? Thank at you. the same time, at the same time, if I may conclude by saying, uh, if the mothers are not able to maintain the child on their own, and the father is willing to do so because they have separated, let the child be given to the father. Noted. You know, and the child grow uh, smart, you know, being loved, being supported in all possible way in which they can. And I think we will be having a better country. No, noted. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank okay. you for that insight. Uh, let's go to Mr. Hugh now in a Friday. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Christelle. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Happy New Year. I seem to you. It's Mr. Hughes. Mr. Hughes, welcome. With an S at the end, yes. I see that. <laughs> Man, that expert that you've got in the studio, yeah. that is talking about maintenance. Mm. It's, I'm not saying... Okay, there my time runs out. Why did she not mention the clause where it says if a father is maintaining the child with two rent, she's also got to contribute? To she did mention. She did yeah, mention. She, she did, did mention the fifty percent that oh, we are both liable. Yes. Maybe I didn't get. Yeah. It yes. So no. 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 She, she did, did mention. She did very well to her. That I'm. That I'm aware of. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you very much, Mr. Hughes. Uh, in Fryhead, we go straight now to um, the news. Uh, headlines are with Jwala Nitulu. Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 104.9 FM in Port Shepston. It is uh, 29 minutes uh, to 3, and thank you for connecting with us. It's Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dudumaje, and uh, taking your calls on 0891-104-207 and WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And you connect with us at SAFM Radio, 104-107 FM nationwide. And we're talking right now, uh, this uh, feature is called Amaji Damagens, and uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, those men who would be forced uh, to pay child maintenance. I mean, according to legislation, a child is entitled uh, to reasonable maintenance to provide for clothing, housing, dental and medical care, education and training. And included in that is recreation of the child, like swimming and cricket and everything else that comes uh, with the livelihood of the child. And uh, why is it that uh, some men uh, would, would be taken to courts and it, it becomes such a, a ready uh, process and joining us uh, right now on the line is Bali Sampapa who is a legal uh, manager at uh, People Opposing Women Abuse. Um, before we go back to the lines, uh, Bali, is there anything de- that you'd like to add um, from the calls that we've had? I think just for the first uh, caller, 
he talked about paternity tests. Um, just for clarity, paternity tests, the court do order that they be, co- be, be conducted mm. if ever there is a dispute over paternity. All right. Because remember, children have to be registered within 30 days uh-huh. for within the Home Affairs Department. And at that time, most of the times, people don't have any intentions whatsoever. But mm. if ever the father still feels that, I was registered on the paternity, but I on the on the birth the certificate. Birth certificate, but yeah. I am not the father. The court will then order that paternity test be done. And sometimes we make decisions whilst it's still uh, nice, uh, the relationship yes. is good, and you agree to maintaining you know the that, child. Uh, no and when you disagree, deal, yeah, yeah, because you want possibly planning to marry the lady or sure. not. Yeah, right. and it's even worse where the child was not registered within 30 days. Because mm, mm, even within the Home Affairs Department, remember, for you to register a child beyond 30 days, it's a must. You have to do a paternity test because we don't know. A lot of things could have happened between the birth of the child and the time that you delayed. All right, let's go back to the lines. Avielo, thank you so much for your patience. You're joining us from Bedford View. Good afternoon. Hi, Jesse. Hello. You know, happy new year, Carl. You know, sister, sometimes you know, women we put ourselves into all this you know, mm. situation, and I just want to up, agree with the previous caller. You know, our brothers, mm. you know, I mean, real mm. office is not fair. And I think now, when they come with these laws, they must come with a law that a guy must give a consent to a woman that I want a baby with you. Because women, you just find a guy you are like in love for six months, three months. Baba, you're pregnant. Poor guy didn't say want your baby. But Vielo Naboman, they must not buy party when they are not ready to father. Oh, what's it? Prevention. Called? It takes two to prevent. I guess it takes you two to tango. And let's go to Unati Nelspreit. Good afternoon and thank you so much for calling Lifetime Live. All right, we seem to have lost Unati in Nelspreit. Uh, it does take two to tango, doesn't it? Seriously, it does, it does. And once you're an adult, I think the law also uh, puts in a heavy burden on both, irrespective of your sex, whether you're a male or you're a female, mm. you have got the right to consent. And But your consent for, for having a child, you show it by not having a protected sex. Because once you don't have protected sex, it means then you are planning to have a child. That's it. Chances are very high that you could and you should be prepared to carry the burden and the consequences that come with that. And it's also high time that in this era of HIV and AIDS that we negotiate safe sex, you know when you want to have a child and when you don't want. And mm. not, unsafe sex comes with a lot of things. It's not just a child. There's also diseases that it comes with, you know. So it's about the huge responsibility that as adults, once you are 18 and above, you have that high responsibility. Take the responsibility. All right, uh, let's go to an SMS right now. Hi, Chris Alda. I'm a member of a Facebook group called Child Maintenance um, in, in South Africa, Child Maintenance Difficulties in South Africa. This group allows uh, women to share challenges uh, that they are experiencing in terms of child maintenance, and uh, they are experts to advise them on the process of applying for maintenance. And I'm hoping that we'll get to a place where we don't have to go through this, um, because once you've made a child, you are responsible for it 
All right, let's go to Nati Nelspreet. Good afternoon. Welcome to Lifetime Live. Hi, Kusada. Hi, Nati. Okay, I'm going to go straight to the question. I, I just I have a quick quick question for, for that lady. Mm. I'm the mother of my child. I um, took the child to the so-called multiracial schools. Um, and I told her that I cannot afford these schools because they are expensive for mm. my income. Mm. But uh, she took the child anyway against my will. Now, the school called me, I think, in December, telling me that, that the bill is more than 5,000 rands. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, uh, I don't have that. So, how do you handle situations uh, like this? Thank you, Unati. Let's find out from Balisa. Thank you very much for that call. Uh, Balisa, your response? Okay, thank you very much. In those circumstances, there are times when we find the mother of the child uh, is extravagant, is expecting more than what you can afford. The safest place for you to go is to go to the maintenance court where you'll have a proper maintenance uh, that is accorded to you as per your earnings or what you can afford. Because whatever they're going to say you you should pay, it will be against what your affordability. It won't just be exorbitant. That is my advice. Yeah. Because it will be between the mother, the father in front of the court. Oh, I see. Mm. All right. Uh, contact Just details. For a settlement. It shouldn't be applying like for maintenance. Yeah. If the other party is not maintaining. They should just go to court to apply that the court helps them um, get a maintenance settlement mm. where they can just get to have a decision. I see. Yeah. Uh, contact details decide. for those uh, perhaps who need assistance from your organization and I hope they can also use the Facebook um, page, uh, the group called Child Maintenance Difficulties in South Africa to get assistance. They can use that and then we also have a power Facebook page where you can always um, inbox us and then you get assistance from our social workers. We are also available on on 011 is for two four three four five. You can talk to a legal advisor or a social worker, and you can also send us an email at info at power.co.za or send it straight to legal at power.co.za. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us and uh, thank you for, for that uh, uh, valuable insight and I hope that uh, through these conversations uh, really we will not let the children suffer because suffer are the children with such decisions being made. Thank you very much. We also hope the best for our kids in 2019. Yeah, that's uh, Balisa. That should have absent fathers. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Palisa Mpapa, who is a legal uh, manager at uh, People Opposing Women Abuse. And that's where we leave that conversation.